Welcome to my Beauty Fuel Food by JJ, a yoga and wellness expert from New York living in Paris. JJ seeks out creatives and entrepreneurs who exemplify a vision of how to live a good life. Welcome to our very high vibrational lifestyle. So today I am here with Robin Berkeley, who is one of the founders of Live the Process and a good friend of mine. I'm so happy to have you here across from across the pond. Thank you, Robin. I'm really excited to be here as well. And um, on this Sunday um, at home where everyone's actually at home. Exactly. Perfect time to record. So let's talk about Live the Process. How was Live the Process born? Live the Process was um, a concept or an idea that kind of, it took probably about two and a half years of thinking about different areas um, of wellness and nutrition and healing. I was going through a lot of my own issues and changes. Um, and I just kind of um, started really focusing on all aspects of my life and changing, um, just changing in general. Um, in my late 20s, I had met this guy um, named Richard Peterson and his and he was an apprentice to this other person named um, Miguel, and they both kind of helped me on my healing journey. Um, I had really horrible stomach issues at the time, and it just came up in all areas of my life, from stress, anxiety, food, um, you know, how you nourish your body. I was working all the time. I was really busy, um, you know, having to entertain people all the time. And I kind of just got to a place where like, I don't want to feel like this. And I just kind of was complacent with just not feeling good all the time. And so um, I started, you know, kind of doing all of these different um, type of cleanses, but more the idea of cleansing of organs and kind of getting each one to a place where it would be healthy and then kind of moving on to the next phase. And so for about five years, I focused in kind of going through the motions of like, okay, I'm um, things are good here now. Now I'm going to go on to the next phase. And so, you know, during that, I mean, it was a very intense journey and, you know, you meet people and learn things and, you know, you, you become very thirsty for knowledge because you just want to feel better and kind of, it's like this domino effect of how everything kind of connects. Um, I became very um, obsessed, <laughs> obsessive in all of these areas and kind of what makes you feel good simultaneously. I had been doing yoga prior to all of this, you know, at least 10 years. Um, and I was trying to figure out, because I was still in my job and trying to figure out how can I um, focus on wellness as, you know, more as kind of more the focus of my entire life? Um, my background is in PR, marketing, brand consulting. Um, I have been doing that for over 20 years and I really enjoy it, but I wanted to figure out how I can take everything I learned and um, focus on um, the overall idea of wellness um, about Nine years ago, I left my job. I was a partner at a PR company um, and I went to go get yoga certified and I went to Bali with a friend of mine for about three months and I wanted to figure out kind of what was next for me and 
I just, you know, during the whole um, certification, it was extremely intense. It was the first time that I didn't, I wasn't focusing on, you know, a million other people. It was something where I had to focus just on myself. Um, you know, you learn obviously Sanskrit, which is like a completely new language. You're in a different location, which was insanely beautiful and amazing. And, you know, you're with a whole um, group of people and you just kind of learn a lot about yourself and culture. Um, and I just kind of, you know, let myself focus on that and didn't think really about kind of what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Um, I had to come back to New York, I guess, after. Otherwise, I would have traveled just because I had gotten a new apartment and I couldn't rent it out. And so I got back and um, I was just kind of, I had just been soul searching and figuring out what is my life's purpose. And and I, um, I... I obviously needed to make money at the time. And so a friend of mine was launching this uh, workout called SLT. Um, and I helped in launching that and worked on that for about two and a half years while simultaneously concepting uh, Live the Process. It was an idea um, that kind of came to me, as I said, of a culmination of, you know, um, it was first supposed to be a retail concept experience where you would be able to, you know, kind of shop for this idea of like luxury, wellness, health, spa, you know, gym, classes. So it'd be this one place where you can kind of get all of this. And then that kind of was very intimidating to me at the time and I had no retail experience. And so I was like, well, what happens if I take everyone that I um, know in the wellness community and have them act as contributors um, and while so simultaneously, I want to kind of create a collection um, that felt less active and more feminine and focused on, you know, celebrating the female body and really amazing fabrications and materials and um, very consciously made and inspired by gymnastics and dance, which was something I did um, growing up. I felt like at the time, there was no one doing high-waisted leggings or bodysuits or leotards or anything of that uh, nature. And I, I was just kind of slowly ruminating on everything and kind of figuring out what that actually meant. You know, um, it's still a self-funded company. I um, was looking for a business partner and I met him randomly at a restaurant about three months or four months into just kind of fine-tuning what Live the Process actually meant. I bought the URL. Uh, Live the Process for me meant um, the process of linking breath and movement, which is life. And that is also, you know, the meaning of the of vinyasa flow yoga. And so, you know, everyone's living their own process. No one's in a better place. It's just kind of an evolution of oneself. Um, and it kind of grew from there. And when I met my business partner, um, we were at a dinner and I was with a few other friends and he came to join us and he said, wow, this is not really, <laughs> you're like, wow, this is not really the best idea. And he, um, and then he ended up later becoming, um, my business partner. He kind of ruminated on all of it and said, wow, actually there is something here. And so we ended up partnering and been working together on this um, for the last, I guess, six and a half years. It's crazy. It's been, it feels like it was just yesterday that I was stopping by the studio for the first time, but it must be, you know, 
years and years ago now. One thing that I think is pretty incredible about Live the Process is that it really does take a brand 360 um, in that it's not just clothing, because if you decide to go deeper, you can find so much more material. Um, and that is straight off the Instagram. You can see it. So I'd really love if you could talk to us a little bit more about how you were able to bring this this 360 idea that you were in initially looking for from the beginning and incorporate it into what is a line of clothing for working out? So I would say our content site um, launched before our collection. Um, it was about eight months um, that we launched. I don't even think people even knew that they could buy clothing for the first two years because every it was on the back end. You had to actually click into it and everything on the front end was editorial based. And we did that kind of on purpose. We wanted to, you know, take, I, we wanted people to take us seriously that, um, that we knew what we were doing. We weren't just creating, you know, a blog just as, you know, an extension of our collection. It was more kind of the other way around. I felt like there was no place celebrating people's experiences and um, what they had to say that felt very introspective, but also timeless and beautiful. And, you know, the imagery was a key, um, was key for the brand. I mean, you know, I wanted people to be able to come to the website and to feel very at ease and, you know, fall in love with beauty and, you know, all of the, there was so much, you know, love and intention that kind of went into even choosing the images and why and how it would make you feel. And, you know, or even our Instagram was very much not about let's get as many followers as we want. We want to, you know, it was about creating a mood and having someone be like, wow, this is so beautiful. I don't want to kind of leave the space and our content, you know, in the beginning, as I said, you know, it was very contributor based, um, obviously since it's developed, we've kind of like varied it out. We do like a lot of, you know, um, newsy information, but not in a way where we're launching anything. Cause obviously that is, you know, it's more for news outlets. We're much more about celebrating people's process, um, how they got from point A to point B. What does it actually mean at this point? You know, all of our months are curated into, um, specific, um, ideas or concepts. So, you know, um, for, you know, February, we focused on self-care. For March, it was about female entrepreneurs. Um, uh, April, we're focusing just um, on the planet and unsung heroes and, you know, what we can do by giving back to our community and staying local. Um, and, you know, May will be about mothers and so on and so forth. And so we're very calculated on how we disseminate information and how we're giving it and kind of creative ways that we can kind of um, get people to uh, support in that way. And so everything kind of would work collectively. Uh, the brand is divided into um, four pillars, you know, the physical, the emotional, the intellectual, and, you know, spiritual slash transformational. And so those are the areas that we kind of like to touch upon and our content is focused within those areas. And as far as the collection, the collection, we, I mean, the tagline for our brand is, you know, this idea of the workout within. And it's all, um, you know, we create all of this, you know, kind of content. And that's for, you know, kind of making you feel really good from the inside out. And the clothing itself makes you feel beautiful from the outside in. And so it's constantly this ongoing um, kind of um, collective experience where they both work together. 
I know that that's one of the many things that I love about um, Live the Process. And I'd also love to know from an insider's perspective from you, I mean, you're a small team and that's a lot of work. I mean, we're talking about not only production of the actual items, but now like a whole, you know, four-dimensional company. How are you able to deal with, um, how are you able to, I'm trying to think of the word, you know, be able to allocate your time correctly and not fall into a circle of a spiral of stress and overworking? Um, I would say it's been interesting because up until um, this, I guess this past month, I've had to balance kind of PR and marketing with live the process. And um, because I still consult for brands and obviously that's another leg layer. And so I I do work a lot. Um, I really believe in live the process. Uh, You know, it's kind of a passion project um, that's become, you know, a full-time experience. Um, and I think even this month, it's been really exciting because I've, I've been able to give 100% of my time to the brand and I kind of watch it grow in this time of, you know, people wanting to have something to read, have something to believe in. They're wearing, say, their cozy or their active items. And, you know, I think that for me, I'm really good with time and I'm very conscious of how long things take and I and I'm very much you know okay these are the things I need to accomplish this is how I get from point A to point B Um, we have really great you know people who work with us um, and that I can rely on that are really good at their job Um, and so um, so yeah so everyone kind of has their area that they focus on Um, but I think you have to really be passionate and love what you do um, to be able to not have it feel so stressful and have it feel more like, well, this is what I want to be doing in general. So it's not like a, it's not like a job. Yeah, I totally hear you there. And I think that, um, well, from my experience, based on the people that I've come into contact via my podcast and in life, people that have been the most successful have been the ones that passion projects have turned into careers. And that's, what's really incredible. And I feel like that's kind of what you're, you're kind of explaining and and that's so exciting. And I also love the fact that now, you know, there's even events and even more to live the process. So I would say that um, we got this space in Tribeca that, you know, it's taken us quite, you know, a while to renovate and kind of get to a point where, um, we can actually invite people to kind of come and do events and classes. And we've been doing, you know, inviting, um, you know, friends and doing small little events. Um, we haven't 100% launched um, the whole concept yet. It was something that we were supposed to be doing this month, but obviously um, it's um, on hold until we're able to obviously um, be open and congregate with people in general. Um, But the day before, I guess everything was going on shutdown, we did this really beautiful event with uh, a friend of mine's um, magazine called Human Shift. Um, And it's amazing publication. And um, we did this beautiful meditation um, and movement class. Um, And it was kind of like the first foray into doing events at our space. And, you know, prior to that, we had done, you know, yoga events. We had hosted the well, which we do clothing, work with them for our clothes. 
um, in doing an event prior to them launching. So we kind of, you know, just like work within, you know, our community in that respect. So um, I think we're kind of slowly getting there and, you know, we want it to feel a place where people can come and shop and see the full collection, which there is no place in New York where you can do that. And simultaneously, you know, kind of open it up to our community where we will, you know, our plan is to be curating, you know, intimate events and talks and, you know, and things of that nature. Before I turn it back over to some questions about Robin directly, I'd like to know what do you want to bring to your customers and to the world with Live the Process? Um, for um, for us, I feel like Live the Process is about building positivity, inspiration, ambition, passion, movement, um, transformation um, into people's lives and having you feel really good about where you are in your process and giving you tools um, through various people or projects or, you know, products um, to get you from point A to point B. I love that. And I obviously love the process as we know. Thank you. (laughs) Um, But going back to you, you've definitely been on a spiritual journey um, and self-development journey for a long time from what you've been telling us. Um, so I'd love to know what some of your routines are and how how you stay positive in any kind of situation, really. And I'd really like to start by knowing, do you have any morning or evening routines that you, you try to... Yeah, um, I would say... Uh, for me in the morning, um, obviously, um, the first thing I do is drink 32 ounces of water. Um, I've been doing this for, I don't know, 15 years, 12 years. I don't know. It was something where you don't think about it, but the more you know, you drink it and more it flushes out your system from sleeping, from everything. And so that's kind of like a big focus. I feel like my morning routine changes and has evolved um, depending on if I'm on some sort of, you know, kind of nutrition plan or if, you know, I'm running late or, you know, if I, everything is kind of geared to kind of where I'm at in that moment. I try to do um, TM where I do meditation in the morning and then, you know, I walk my dog, I eat breakfast. Uh, Mornings for me are kind of my time. I really value that. Um, so I have all the energy that I need before I go into the office. So I'm like very prepared and my head is in a good space. Um, you know, if it's nice out, I like to walk to work. Um, but you know, I definitely, you know, need the morning to kind of, you know, get into a a good spot. And what about the evenings after a long day at work? How do you decompress? Um, again, I like to walk home from work if I can. Um, it really helps just to kind of clear your air, clear the brain, (laughs) um, have fresh air. And then, you know, I kind of, you know, have dinner with friends or, um, cook on my own. Um, obviously just doing things that are going to be relaxing to me, whether I read, whether I kind of just do something for myself. It really, you know, changes. I can't say, okay, I'm like super scheduled and specific of, you know, how it is. I, you know, I try to keep wherever I am or wherever, you know, kind of I'm living. So I have, you know, some sort of relaxation within the space, whether it be, um, 
something I drink, you know, that I make for myself that will relax me? Or is it, you know, do you burning like incense when you come home or some sort of aromatherapy? You know, I kind of, you know, just do all different things. Um, and last but not least, in terms of routines, it would not be a My Beauty Fuel Food podcast if I didn't ask if you had a beauty routine. Um, is there anything in particular that you do? Uh, for me, I mean, um, there's definitely things that um, I love. I have been seeing this one facialist, Nagin, as one of my facialists. I kind of go to a, a few of them. And so I am religious using her rose water spray. It's called like it, the, the brand is called Just Be, and it's the best rose water spray. She reikis it. It's I don't know. It just feels so good on my skin. And then as far as for skincare, I use Lene um, a lot right now, which I really love. I also use Vert. They have this really good CBD, um, I guess, um, oil that I put on my face. And I also, let's see what else I have. Um, I use anything that's kind of, you know, clean beauty base, you know, bath soaks, I love, you know, Persoma or Vertly. I also love Necessaire, all of their body lotion. Um, I've I use a lot of like aloe-based products. Um, trying to think what I'm doing. Tata Harper, I really like a lot too. And then um, and then Corpus is my favorite deodorant right now. I use Jinsoon nail polish. I love I actually that's like a religious <laughs> things I do religiously manicure and pedicure there in Tribeca, which is amazing. No, I think that those are kind of my main products. I'm pretty and not um, high maintenance in that way. I just kind of use you know whatever it is that I need and then oh I actually have a good oxygen mask I'm using right now from Tracy Martin. But I'm always trying new things and you know there's certain staples that I always kind of you know can't live without. But that's it for right now. That's that's a good pretty good roundup. Um I think to finish up I'd just like to ask you as someone who has as I said before you know, a pretty strong spiritual background. You've tried a lot of different things. Um, you maintain, a, you've maintained a yoga practice for years. Um, you've been doing certain, um, you know, well-being routines for like your water routine for years. Um, when you are going through a period um, that's kind of stressful, where you kind of need to reset what are the key tools that you use to bring yourself back to surface and back to um, where you need to be? Um, I would say I've started to do a lot of breath work, which I think is really helpful. Um, I um, Kundalini yoga has is really good and calming. Um, I really enjoy that. Um, I also think just like being, I I'm pretty healthy as far as how I eat and what it is I put into my body. And I'm not, I'm very consistent. I'm not, I know kind of how I would feel if I wasn't careful. And it's just really how I live my life. And so it, there's not that much change that happens. And so I would say when I do get into a place where I feel stress or, you know, uh, or, or I'm going through something, I just, I just, create more structure and do things that I know are going to kind of feel good to my body. I do like a lot of energy healing work. Um, and that's kind of as needed. I, 
you know, I've done where I've gone and I'm like, okay, I need to do acupuncture or I've got, you know, done rolfing or, you know, or I go and do reflexology. Um, I also do something I'm also like religious about is, you know, microcurrent, anything that's going to make your body feel nourished will make your head feel a little bit more clear. Um, you know, having a business and having it be, you know, self-funded in that way is tricky and it's hard and there's so many moving parts and you're constantly have to be so on. And then, you know, just, you know, and the P and you have people around you all the time. And so you have to be conscious of your space and what it is that you're projecting and you you know, try to do as many different things. Cause I would say that it's different all the time and it's different for different people. And you know, what might work for me is totally different. Um, but I, you know, I would say just being conscious of your practice and, um, being, um, grateful for what it is that you have and kind of figuring out, okay, I'm going to get through this and, you know, don't put so much pressure on yourself because, um, it, it'll make it that much worse. Very well said. Thank you so much, Robin, for taking the time to share all of your amazing knowledge and your amazing tips. You're the best. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you so much. And enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you so much for listening. It would be amazing if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Deezer. It helps us to keep going and keep motivated. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.